Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about redefining your own self-worth. And I love to talk about self-worth and positivity because I feel like this is something we all need to talk about. It's something that helps us to grow and become a better version of ourselves. So I thought it'd be really good for me to give you guys some things that we need to know as it relates to your own self-worth. But also knowing that if we have people who struggle with other issues, that I think that it's important for us to talk about those as well so that we can live a better version of ourselves and to find that purpose that we do have that will help us to grow as individuals. And when I think of self-worth, I think it's knowing that you are valuable, knowing that you're a lovable person and knowing that you do have an understanding of your own strengths and also your personal attributes. And when you think of self-worth as well, it's about recognizing that you are you and that no one else in the world is like you, that we all are unique and we all have our own core beliefs that do affect the way we think, the way we feel, and also the way we do things on a day-to-day basis. And we can sometimes use those belief systems can originate from our childhood or sometimes past experiences that help to teach us um, what to believe, what to desire, or what we can or cannot accomplish can sometimes have to do with our own belief system as relates to our self-worth. And I love to talk about the deep meaning of relationships that we are able to build because our thoughts and our actions can sometimes be sabotaged um, based on what we're feeling in that moment. So an example, let's say if I don't feel that I'm worthy of success, then a lot of times my negative thought pattern and the way I feel can have a deeper meaning for me because it may stem from maybe mom or dad saying that I wouldn't accomplish a goal or maybe me failing so many times that I start to actually end up sabotaging the next right thing because I'm thinking of where my value system was worth in the past or what I feel that I can't accomplish. But I think it's important to know that we are worthy of love and respect and we are worthy of having that self-worth to increase. And it's about imagining who we are and actually envisioning that and actually doing something with that vision to make it a reality. Self-worth, as we know, is a difference from self-esteem because self-esteem is more like your personal evaluation of yourself based on your actions. And I think that it's important when we think of self-worth that, you know, our self-esteem can change, um, but our self-worth is just because of who we are and who we can become. So when we can start to learn more about our self-worth, then we can actually be able to accomplish those things in our lives that we say that we want to accomplish each and every day. Now, what if you are someone who struggles with a chronic illness or maybe if someone who struggles with mental illness as well? You may see people who struggle really with their self-worth because they self their self-worth can be defined by sometimes their illness. And I want you guys to know that you're more than your illness, right? That you do have value, that you do have worth. And that is not the core in who you are as a person. It's just another facet of who you are as an individual. And I always say that the differences we have that make us unique But it's important that we don't allow that to limit us or allow those symptoms or the pain that we've had in the past to remind us of who we're not, but that we start to be a person who builds character and defines who we are in the things that we do each and every day, that we find a deep truth within ourselves to say, hey, you know what? This is just a part of me. This isn't all of me. And I think that's important when we talk about redefining our self-worth is knowing that we find a definition of what self-worth means to us, but redefine it to how people treat us or how we allow ourselves to be treated going forward. 
It's important for us not to compare ourselves to others because when we start to try to measure up to what other people want from us, that this can be really harmful and it can lead us back into that that way of thinking that invalidates all those things that were positive about us in the past. So an example of that, if let's say if I struggle with weight issues or I struggle with just not the way I look each day and looking in the mirror and saying I feel ugly or I look ugly compared to someone else then a lot of times you'll see those people who will change their body image or will change even the way they dress or the way they act to get that attention or to say that I won't ever be that, which would keep me from even trying to reach the goal. So I think it's important for us to know what is right for us is for us, but also eating healthy, actually being in certain self-help groups that will help to reinforce positivity are so important so that we don't go down that same slippery slope of comparing ourselves to others because those harmful beliefs that are not true can definitely impact who we are or remind us of those things that we say that we won't become in our future. And the last thing I really want to talk about is being able to know that we have something that's positive that we can actually give to the world. And it goes back to that unique story that we can actually write. We have the pen. We have the paper. We have the ability to show others who we are is valuable enough and that we are worthwhile human beings and we deserve love and respect. But it's important for us to reshape that feeling and those belief systems by knowing what is it that I do offer myself? What is it that other people offer me each and every day? And those things will help me to create what we call realistic expectations that I can live by each and every day of my life. When we think of our abilities and our needs and the desires that we have in our hearts, I think it's important for us to set that tone in our lives of what we're going to give ourselves permissions to release and to do. And what are those things that we're going to learn that are unattainable that we can't actually accomplish today, but maybe down the line can become a realistic goal that will help me to become a better version of myself. So I want to give you guys some healthy ways that we can increase our feelings of self-worth. One that I have used and it's really helped me a lot is writing down those short-term minor goals each week. And I try to write down at least one goal a week that I will try to achieve. And if I don't actually achieve that goal by the end of the week, that I can revise that goal and actually maybe work on it the following week. It gives me an opportunity to know that I'm not a failure, but it also reinforces with me who I am in the moment and what are those things that I actually have done well to even attempt to reach the goal instead of saying that I can't do it for myself. A second tip I would love to give to you guys is to learn to say no. Learning the skill of saying no is so important because it's important for us to say no without feeling like we're offending the person that's asking for help. There's sometimes, you guys, that we can put our own needs aside to help others. And there's nothing wrong with, as we talk about altruistic gifts or being doing benevolent funds or helping people in need. But if I'm helping someone so much that I'm not taking care of my own personal needs, that this can be something that can not only hurt me and my self-worth, but it also can decrease some of that self-esteem as well. Um, if it's based on our value system of what I do for others helps me to feel better, then what happens when I'm not able to financially or emotionally be there for that person? Does that mean I'm not a good individual? And it absolutely does not mean that. It just means that I have to find time for me and it's okay for me to say no. Another one I love you guys to do is to walk tall and proud. 
When I walk into a room, I try my best to have as much confidence within me to know that I actually can own who I am and that I have somewhere that I'm going. And I know that when I get there, it's about walking proud and strong and knowing that I actually have done it for me and not dressing or acting or doing things for others. Because if I can't walk on my head held high and to feel proud of who I am, it's going to be really difficult for others to find that love and pride that they have for me. Because then I will be waiting or expecting for that person to show me something different that I don't even see within myself. My mom used to always say dress to impress, but also she would say dress for success. And I love the latter part because dressing for success was more important to me than dressing to impress others. Because if someone doesn't like the way I dress or what I say or how I interact, that's okay. Because I may not be for every person. But when I can look in the mirror and actually know that I'm successfully living my own truth and being who I am and being authentic and actually knowing that I'm an independent person that can make decisive decisions that help me, then that is the best quality to have because it shows me that, you know what, I am okay being okay. And it doesn't mean that everything will be perfect because I know I'm not perfect, but I can actually do the next right thing for me and speak up for me and stand up for my own rights and my own beliefs, which will help me to feel better about what I'm giving off. Another key point, you guys, is to learn to forgive yourself. Now, this can be really difficult, especially when I don't know specifically how to forgive. And I think forgiveness can be different for many individuals and how they feel they need to forgive or how to forgive. But I think it's important to know that what is the importance of letting go and forgiving and knowing that there can be a difference for a lot of individuals and in how they view forgiveness. But when I can actually do self-forgiveness and to admit to myself my own wrongs and the things I need to work on, it will help to rebuild that self-worth that I'm trying to work on within myself. One other that I really would love to share with you guys is to learn to listen to what other people are saying, because I think that a lot of times people have so many helpful tips and tools they can give us. And a lot of times we miss out on that because we are actively into something that maybe is important to us in the moment or maybe that we're really or not actively hearing them, but we're perceiving what they're saying may be a judgment or maybe that they're saying something that we feel maybe is not as interesting as something we have for ourselves. But I think it's important that we really sit down and think of what someone is sharing with me, because those words or nuggets of information can be the one thing or variable that can help change my life. But it also can help me to find a sense of accomplishment to know that in hearing what that person said and using it and applying it can really maybe be maybe that pinnacle of success that I've been always wanting or obtaining could have been something they shared with me to help change my life for the better. So I'll give you guys an example. Let's say you have someone who's in a recovery program and they're talking to their sponsor and then even talking to accountability partners or maybe even a money manager about their struggles. And maybe that one meeting they went to or that group or family or individual session could be that one statement or idea or thought or even some kind of way that they saw that person handle a situation can be something that influences them for the rest of their lives. And for any of you guys who struggle with addiction, you know how hard that can be when you're at your on your last leg or your last thoughts of wanting to give up 
or feeling like life isn't is very impossible or it's not something that I feel I will be able to attain this goal in my future. And when I can stop and take a second to breathe and to look back and say, you know what, I'm still here. I still have a chance to change and to do something different. It helps me to be able to, as we said, redefine who we are as individuals. It's important, you guys, to take a chance to actually go out there and take a risk. And uh, it's important for us to go out there and say, this is something that I, I feel that I can do, that I really feel that I can get to this place where I don't criticize myself anymore. But that little person that was inside of me that told me that I was not good enough or that voice that told me that I would never achieve this goal, that I can learn to break that negative value system that I told myself I was a bad person and realize that in order to become a better version of myself, I have to know the core values of who I am as a person and use those in a positive light. So it's important for us to focus on building up our strengths and learning to negate a lot of those weak parts that we taught ourselves that became a part of our emotional fabric. But to say, this is who I am today, and that it's okay to not know all of the answers for me, but that in each and every moment that I live, I deserve to be honored. I deserve that respect. I deserve to actually do something better for myself, because in becoming a better version of me, then I can finally learn to be optimistic and to face my fears, and to actually get to that place of conquering those fears when they arise. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today about refining your self-word and redefining who we are. Because when we can start redefining who we are and we start using those positive tips and starting to say, this is what it's going to take for me to get there, then we can become that person that we've always strived to become. And we can actually help to inspire those younger versions of ourselves and younger kids that are looking at ourselves and saying, I want to be just like that. I want to emulate him or her. They can actually see that you not only are happy, but that you're living a healthy life. I hope you guys continue to support. Please share Black Canvas with your friends and family. If they're interested in wanting to be a special guest or to share their own experiences, please email me at onthehorizon321 at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you guys and hopefully have some more special guests very soon to be able to share their personal journey and experience in life. And I want you guys to remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I'm not afraid.